0: Beautiful people, welcome to another episode of the Let's Talk Agriculture podcast show. We are still your preferred agricultural PR and communications network. To learn about what we do and how we do it, please explore our website by visiting us at letstalkagriculture.com. So still on the food and nutritious series, we will be learning how to deal with unhealthy relationships with food. As much as we say that food is life, food is health, there are so many persons having unhealthy relationships with food, which people must find um, really, really funny, you know, because we need food, we need good food to survive, but that is the wrong approach to actually helping these people that are dealing with challenges like this. But before I start giving you stories, let's welcome our guest for today's show, Ayo Oluwa Okunjolo. A nutrition coordinator at Eden Life. Thank you so much for joining me today. How are you doing?
1: Thank you very much, Sharon, for having me. I'm very, I'm very well. Thank you. How are you?
0: I'm pretty awesome too. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, so you know, I got from your profile, you know, usually um, I, I normally check out the, the my guests on LinkedIn just to really try to get some sort of um, familiarity with them. And I did um go through your own profile as well. So from your profile, I did um see that you studied um human nutrition and um, dietetics. Um, would you mind sharing with us what actually fit your interest?
1: Uh, funny enough, I didn't actually like set out to study human nutrition and dietetics. Right, it was um. Uh-huh. Um I I, <laughs> I I had always wanted to study medicine and surgery, right? But um unfortunately I didn't meet the cutoff for medicine, so I was um, offered human nutrition. And I, um actually I'm actually grateful that I did end up in medicine and surgery. I'm very happy that
0: <laughs> I now
1: find myself in in um nutrition, right? Because I really enjoy what I do and I am really grateful for that um life-changing. Um, event right so yeah that's pretty much how I got into here.
0: That's really interesting <laughs> why are you actually happy that you didn't get the the, the course you wanted to study?
1: Uh, was it um, something I, weird that happened? Uh, not something weird I, I think that um. I, I, I didn't exactly want to study medicine, right? I, I think it's this pressure that the society puts on people that are smart. Oh, like once you're a science student and you're doing pretty much well in school, they just believe that, oh, you should study a medicine or study an engineering course, right? If you're in art class, oh, you should study a law course if you're in, yeah. So that was the pressure I had on me as well. I just wanted, it was as a result of what I believed I should have studied, I mean, after school right, not because I really wanted, I didn't even know what it was about, right, I just, like, picked it for my jam, and unfortunately, right, or fortunately, <laughs> I didn't get it, so yeah, I think that's um, pretty much my story.
0: <laughs> that's interesting, you know, I, 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 I think that uh, we have some sort of um, similar experiences, you know, because when I <laughs> finished my um SSC, in fact, it was my neighbor <laughs> that literally said, <laughs> oh, I think you should study medicine, you know? You should study medicine because uh, you look the path. And I'm like, how do people look the path? <laughs> <laughs> how do people look the path? And yeah, I, I studied agriculture, but I actually didn't want to study agriculture, trust me.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: Yeah. I wanted to do um, biochemistry. I wanted, you know, but I eventually found myself in agriculture and I'm really happy, just like you said, I'm really happy I got to this point um, because as you can see, I'm doing what I love, even though it is um, the communications part of it, but at least mm-hmm. I still get to do something related. So it's really, it's really great, it's amazing. Sometimes you can't really yeah. choose um, the right path, but <laughs> at the end of the day, you get the right direction and it's really amazing at the end of the day. yeah.
1: Thank yeah, you for yeah. sharing I your so story. I yeah, thank you very much for asking. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so now let's get right into today's gist. So when you can, when can you actually say someone has an unhealthy food relationship? You know, I would really appreciate it if you can give like a, uh, a scenario to really um, put this out there for people to really understand.
1: All right. Um, so I think it is important to first understand what a healthy relationship with food is for us to know what it is not, right? So um, okay. I, think that, um, I think that our relationship with food is the most important relationship in our lives. And as such, I think we should make it a priority. Yeah? So I think a healthy relationship with food involves believing yourself of the pressures of trying to eat perfectly. right? It also means that you don't feel guilt or shame about the foods that you choose to eat. Um, when you have a good relationship with food, you find yourself in control of food instead of food having control over you right for so for instance, for for instance rather um you should be able to enjoy a moderate amount of pizza or ice cream without feeling bad about it or even going as far as suppressing that, that um craving yeah um so in essence right having an on ld relationship with food is pretty much the opposite of all the things that i mentioned earlier right so it it is said that you have an an unhealthy relationship with food if you label some foods as good and some as bad if you feel guilty or stressed for eating foods that you enjoy right if you have a list of rules on, on the foods that you can and cannot eat if you ignore your body's natural hunger cues if you find yourself eating when you're not hungry right you're stressed eating if you find yourself restricting and binging food right if you um punish your yourself for food that you have eating right so because you add a lot of burgers or, or um ice cream during the weekend you now decide to go on on an hunger strike to make up for for that or you start to work out one of calories or because you ate burgers right so yeah when you start to say these things um you definitely should know that you have an unhealthy relationship with food. So yeah. Oh,
0: am I guilty of this right now?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think one way or the other, like we cannot like find ourselves doing um one or two <laughs> of these things that I just mentioned, right? So yeah.
0: Yeah. Well you see, so let me let me wrap myself out now because uh <laughs> I actually try to see this is a good food this is a bad food so so you just you mentioned pizza so i really i really hate pizza you know i hate the shower might see it as something very disgusting and um (laughs) oh my god and then i i i really have i I really have the good and the bad food myself but should i should should we really um target unhealthy really because i mean I can decide not to like this food it's 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 not my fault now right i mean have you seen shawarma it it looks really disgusting sometimes no really have you seen i am am actually (laughs)
1: taking off i am actually taking offense right now because i love (laughs) shawarma a lot (laughs) i love shawarma a lot i don't think it is I, i don't think it is unhealthy right um I mean, it, it can fall in as a junk food, but it is not exactly unhealthy. It is not even unhealthy because it, it it also boils down to the way that you um um slice it, build up your own shawarma, right? Shawarma co- um consists of um veggies. We have your cabbage, your carrots, your chicken, your um salad cream as you may like it, and then your um your bread right i mean it's like tell me what exactly is unhealthy there. okay let's see the so, um sausages that that are there right but like that is an option for you so if you don't like a sausage right you can take it out and and eat the rest of it so i don't think shawarma is uh unhealthy it it all um, boils down to how we express it and how we like eat it so yeah so no, I think you're very defensive because I've mentioned shawarma. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, and I I think that aside that right, um, we we shouldn't call foods um we shouldn't say foods are bad because I mean, um, I was going to compare an orange with um, say a slice of pizza, but like since you've mentioned shawarma, I'll just say it right. Um, a shawarma is not. Might not be as as healthy as an orange, right? But that doesn't mean it is bad. It is just less nutritious than an orange, right? So I I, I think when um, when we start to like um the list of foods in that way, like oh this food is more nutritious than this one, and not that oh this food is good and this one is bad, then I think we can build our relationship with food better that way. So yeah
0: okay oh shawarma fans i'm sorry oh i I didn't mean to you know (laughs) generally i even all the things they put inside the shawarma just it's just really annoying i i I have tried even with the pizza i have tried to just eat only the bread but but you can't tell me that it's bread. That can that bread cannot pass as bread. I've seen bread. I've been we've not seen bread before. <laughs>
1: that is the type of bread now, please.
0: <laughs> that kind of type of bread, I don't want it. People should stay away with your shawarma. My God, I'm not wow. trying to. I'm not trying to, you know, fight anybody eating shawarma. You know, I just feel that. Yeah,
1: it's, it's the, a personal it, it, preference, right?
0: It's fine. <laughs> it just feels like it doesn't have the right um nutrients and you know like, it just has a lot of crazy as junk stuff you know and i like i like uh junk food you know but i i, I don't really see that one as the junk food i should eat you know something like uh chocolate cookies you know chocolate candy oh. you, know? Okay. you know you know when you you know when you have something like that and then you have chocolate ice cream with it and it, it
1: just feels so good not shower <laughs> <know, my> <laughs> Nice. Okay, <laughs> fair, fair. I'll I'll just stop being um on the defense right now and allow you to try. No I worries. said it. I
0: said it. I knew you were being defensive because I called Shawama. <laughs> Nobody should come yeah. at me. It's not my fault. I mean, just look at that thing. Just imagine it going wow. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no but <worries>. now, <laughs> now that we are here, so if you could at least tell us uh, some sort of uh strategies that we can apply i mean that uh, we can use to some sort of our a healthy relationship with this food that we have been talking about what are the strategies that we can really just put in place just to help us maintain that good relationship
1: all right um for strategies um just like what i said earlier right i i, I think the first thing that people should know is that they should not label specific foods as good or bad right Okay, um, like like I said um, earlier, an orange or an, or an apple does not have certain angelic health powers, right? And a <laughs> slice of pizza or a a a, um, a bite of shawarma is not demonic, yeah? They are both food <laughs> and it wouldn't be a good thing to label one good and write the other off as bad, right? So while it's true that some foods are more, more nutritious or beneficial for your well-being than others, no food is either good or bad, right? In this case a bite of shawarma or pizza is less nutritious when compared with an orange or an apple, right? So if if you go off your regular diet and eat eat junk food, it doesn't make you a bad person and you don't have to beat yourself up over it as this could lead to a sense of defeat after which overeating could follow, right? So all kinds of food, I I mean, allow all kinds of foods in your diets, right? Except in cases where certain foods are detrimental to your health, right? don't raise a particular type of food on a pedestal, right? This way, I believe that you'd have more control um, over your food intake, right? Um. I, I also think that you should listen to your body. Yeah, so if you're craving a particular type of food and you want to indulge, remember that it is fine to eat it in moderation without feeling guilty, right? I, I like to tell people that, your nutrition state or your self worth is not determined by by one single meal or snack, right? So enjoy your favorite meals in moderation, right? It's your pizza, it's your shawarma, it's your burger, it's your fries, but in moderation, right? So yeah, so like that's the first psychological um, strategy for you to like building an LD relationship with food. Um, one other thing that I I think is also important is that people should not cut out certain food groups entirely from their diets, right? Um, A very common practice amongst people that are are looking to lose weight is that they they cut out um, foods that are rich in carbohydrates and fats. They cut out from their diet. You hear people saying, oh, don't eat rice, don't eat bread, don't eat pasta, because it's making fats and whatnot, right? I mean, while cutting carbs might trick your body into burning energy from your fat stores and resulting to weight loss. It is also not advisable to do this as it only aids weight loss in the short term. Right? So I, I think that the only time you should be reducing your carbohydrate intake is if you are treating um a condition like say um type two diabetes right right so I, I know I'm digressing a bit right but um, no, 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 no carbohydrates <laughs> yeah carbohydrates is like a key source of energy and our nutrients right which also like keeps us full so when you cut back on carbs this may lead to deficiencies in other nutrients like fiber iron calcium and what's not right so there's also something i always like tell my friends right you can lose weight sustainably while still enjoying your regular meals right you can lose weight while still eating your regular amala or pounded yam or semo or your bread or your rice you can lose weight eating the meals that you love to eat, right? You only need to be intentional about the kinds of meals that you eat, right? I mean, I'm talking about if you want to like lose weight now, you need to be intentional about how you eat those meals, right? Um, you can eat meals that support weight loss, right? Or oh, say, oh, you want to eat a low-calorie meal or a moderate-calorie meal. You can also cut off empty-calorie meals and highly-processed foods, right? You should also ensure that you are in a calorie deficit. Like, this is very important. Um, This is like the bedrock of weight loss, right? You should consume lesser calories than your body burns, right? A second thing that you should also do is to change how much you eat, which is portion control, right? Um, But, like, you should, you should do this as advised by your dietitian or registered nutritionist, yeah? They'll tell you, oh, what calorie you should eat on and... Tell you how many calories you should eat if you want to lose weight, right? And lastly, you should change what you do, yeah? So you can increase your physical activity um, level by exercising. I mean, you can take a walk, you can jog. I mean, it is very important that you do the activities that you love. You don't have to go to the gym and carry heavy lifting weights, right? You can just take a walk, you can jog. Just make sure that you're active during the day, right? So, like, that was the second... um, strategy right so i'll just jump to the third one that i have um i think that people should practice mindful eating right so by mindful eating you want to listen to your body's hunger cues you want to pay close attention to your food with limited distraction right these days um most people can't do without watching a movie when they want to eat right oh Uh you go to the cinema you're buying popcorn or you're in your room watching um, Netflix, and you have um, food in front of you, right? You get, you tend to be distracted and, 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 and as such, you tend to overeat, right? Because you're enjoying your food. You, you don't even know when you've taken um, the amount of food that you should not take on a normal day, right? So people should practice mindful eating. you are like totally aware of the food you're eating and how you're eating it, right? So that will also help you build a good relationship with food. Um, I think that um, another strategy is joining a support group, right? So it is really valuable to find a community of positive and like-minded people to inspire you and help you with your journey, right? You can join communities that help you deconstruct toxic myths that you've learned about food and then replace them with more accurate and meaningful information, right? There are lots of support groups out there that you can join. But also be sure to the vets that they are, they are actually saying the right things. If you are in doubt, please ask a registered dietitian or nutritionist. So, yeah. Uh, lastly, or second to the last, um, I, I think that people should also regulate their social media. These days, it is as if almost everybody has an opinion on nutrition. You go on Twitter. Oh, don't you try. You go on um, um, Instagram. Drink this one. You go, like everybody now has an opinion on nutrition, like we are abusing nutrition information, right? There are lots of social media influencers that share wrong nutrition information and mislead people. So these are not the kinds of people that you want to follow on on social media, sorry. So for the most accurate nutrition information, you should consult with a registered um, nutritionist or dietitian, like I said earlier. And lastly, I think that if you want to... If you want to um build a good relationship with food, it is a very it's a very complex thing to do, right? Especially if you've been on the other end of it, right? So it is really like I, I think that you should seek professional help, right? You can change your relationship with food and general health by by getting professional support and direction. So, like I said earlier, it seems as though I've been um overflogging this, but I think that we, sh- we should um, consult registered dietitians regularly. We don't, I think we don't um, see it. It's, maybe it's a culture thing in Nigeria, but we don't really value <laughs> nutritionists in Nigeria. You have a question about your diet and you go and see a doctor. A doctor cannot tell you. I mean, they have a knowledge, like a fair knowledge about it, but for better, like for a well-streamlined um understanding of your states your um, dietary states you need to speak with a dietitian right they they have more they have more knowledge they have more expertise um on nutrition so like you should be speaking with one um so yeah lastly i'd just like to like, close with saying that having a good relationship with food is not something that can be achieved overnight right um it is something that needs to be worked on for a lifetime just as you do for other types of relationships right um if you're married to, to someone, it is not for the long term, right? You guys mm-hmm. have to keep um, building, keep iterating, and keep pushing, right? So don't pressure yourself. I mean, keep going. Consistency is very key, right? So you just, if you, if you, um, if you make a mistake today, that doesn't mean that you should now stop your LDA eating journey, right? You can take a step back, plan, and get back on track, so yeah, um I, I think that these um, things that I've said, I think that they are pretty much practical and they'll be very instrumental in um, helping you to build a good relationship with food. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much for sharing that. Really, I just I just I just really love the way you just put it. And it just felt like you were you were directly talking to me, <laughs> so I was just literally listening. <laughs> Sometimes it just feels like I should be at the other end, you know. Somebody should be having this discussion, so I'll just be listening. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
1: because <then,
0: laughs> there's just so much to learn, you know. At some point, I um I have this um crazy crazy eating an habit or something, but it's I think it all started when I realized I had. Um, ulcer and I started um, eating my food in bits like I don't know, just so you know I could have like Mm -hmm. a pack of food and I could eat it like two times a pack of foods, just small foods but I could could eat it like twice though my doctor said oh it's fine you can just be taking it gradually just like that And but that wasn't the case I mean everybody was worried and saying this is I don't think this is normal, I don't think this is this is good enough, so you should go and see. I was actually advised to see a dietitian and all of that, but yeah. when I got there, you know, you know, so it's not like I am. I'm, I'm trying to say that I shouldn't um meet a dietitian or something that has better um experience and knowledge. But sometimes I just feel like it's very difficult to really locate some of these people. But because eventually I went to the hospital and I said I want mm-hmm. to see a dietitian. This is it. I want to see a professional. Can you show me? But it just felt like they didn't have that person on on, on ground. And they are like, Ruff. I don't think anything is wrong with you. I think you just have anorexia. You're scared of eating. I said, I'm not scared of eating. Because <laughs> if if I don't eat, I know what is going to happen. So why would I be punishing myself from eating? But I don't I don't know why people feel like I don't want to eat. So Ruff. maybe I would take I will take you up on that. Maybe I'll now start consulting you. So you can give me a proper
1: diet <laughs> yeah yeah that's um that's okay um there, there is i think that um we have a scarcity of i won't call it a scarcity but i think that a lot of our hospitals are not very, very intentional about um nutrition and diets right not all hospitals around have a department of um dietetics right so that's why you can walk into an hospital and not find a diet on ground right it's like absolutely wrong so um i think there are platforms where you can um schedule uh, appointments with professionals there is um diet two two three four i am personally um signed up on there so you can like always go there check the profiles of um a professional that you'd like to speak with and book a, a consultation for a very small fee so yeah that can work
0: Okay, when I have you, I don't need to go on
1: them, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I, I just said that because um, there might be someone that is um, more suited to your condition than I am, right? You know, oh, different yes. Exactly, exactly. So there might be someone that is well suited for your for your condition than than I am, right? So that might come in, handy for you.
0: Okay, this is also good for my listeners out out there as well. Exactly, so exactly. Yeah. see this. So I know we are already running running past the time, but then let me just throw this out. So I I think that um our food relationship starts with our uh, from childhood. Do you also believe that, or do you have something to add to that?
1: Yeah, I I believe that um even aside our food relationship, I I think that every everything that we find ourselves doing today is as a result of our background and how we were raised, right? So your food, I mean, there's something called your food culture or your food environment, right? Um, The foods that I like today are foods that I have been used to eating when I was young. And the foods that I don't like today, like the same applies as well. For example, I don't like avocado, right? Because the first time I had avocado as a child, I threw up. Right, mm-hmm. and since then, I have never touched avocado since then, so I think that our food be um be- behaviors um are like are a, a, a I say an aftermath or like is 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 um greatly influenced by our childhood our upbringing and like the things that we were introduced to when we were growing up, so yeah, I didn't even answered your question, but I think that is um how I say it.
0: Yeah, but do you think we can do something differently? Like, I mean, more like helping parents because sometimes parents get to force you to eat what you don't want to eat. I, beg. I don't yeah. know, but...
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I, I think there is a lot of education that we need to do there, right? We need to educate parents, right? From when the child is still in the womb, there's something called the first 1,000 days of birth, right? That is when you start counting, right from when the child is conceived, right, until his um, first year on earth, right? So we need to start to educate parents about eating, even while they are pregnant, right? So when the child comes into life, they can feed this child with the right types of foods that are beneficial for them, so they can practice exclusive bre- um bre- breastfeeding right and so they know how to um i mean there is no reason why you should be forcing your child to eat foods that they that they don't like i personally ex- um, experienced that right when i was growing up th- um, there were some foods that i didn't like but well, because that is what my mom cooks for the entire fa- um family i was i was like forced to like eat um eat those foods right those things aren't good we should learn to like listen to our ch- our children are like know what they like to eat and then give them that i think it's it all starts from there like building an LD relationship with food all starts from stages mm-hmm. like that so yeah i think that we need to do a lot of um nutrition um, education dietary counseling and whatnot. so yeah i i i am I, I agree with you totally
0: Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts on that. I really appreciate it. But yeah, I have a question for the house. I mean, this is just me throwing out a question. So do you give yourself food as a reward for maybe a difficult day? Please send in your audio and we're going to make this into a podcast. I really hope to get the answers from you guys. Thank you so much. So we have come to the end of today's episode. Yeah, I'm super, super, super grateful to you, our uh, guests, for today for really putting this out for us and really breaking it down. I just, I, I love this episode. <laughs> thank you so much for your time today.
1: Yeah, thank you very much for having me. I'm like very excited to be talking about this um, particular topic because it's something I'm very passionate about. So, yeah, thank you very much, Sharon.
0: Thank you. So, guys, we have come to the end of today's show. I really hope you learn from this episode. I really hope you really, you, you really, really really take up the strategies that have been listed here. And really, 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 I really hope to get the best out of this episode. This is why we are doing it, and I appreciate you. And still, to learn more about what we do, please follow us on our social media. We are on LinkedIn. We are on Instagram. We are on Facebook. And we just got to Twitter. So please, guys, follow us on all our social media platforms and we will be bringing good and, and amazing stuff your way. Thank you, guys. To have a lovely time. I love you. And above all, God loves you more. Thank you so much, guys. Have a lovely time. Bye-bye.